I've had this thought in the back of my head for quite a while now, and it's about the Suicide Squad. Would it work better as, as a TV show than a movie? Because honestly, I think it would. Just makes sense. Like, each season will focus on a different roster of the, of the squad, and then each season will also be about a mission or a plot they're, tr they're on or trying to stop. It's Think about it. One season we have, like, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, Killer Frost, um, who else? Rainbow Raider, Double Down, maybe a few other characters that are expendable. And then Season 2 is, like, Bronze Tiger, Plastique, so on and so forth. Like, each season is a new roster of the team, along with a brand new mission that still, like, connects to the previous season. And maybe it takes place in another DC universe, so we get, like, a new Batman, new Superman, new Justice League, thing like that. Just, I've, just, I've, had, a, I've had a thought in the back of my head, and I've always talked to... And I've talked to my uh, squad guy about it. He's a guy I know on Instagram who is like a huge Suicide Squad reader. And he agrees it does work better, but it, can't, it shouldn't be like a new roster and mission every single episode because that would be hard on the writing because it just it just wouldn't flow well. Maybe I'll do an episode where I kind of do a concept of the first season where I'll break down like, you know, who's on the roster, what's the plot, who dies, who lives, what's set up, that kind of thing. I might do that after I get a few episodes done of some things I already have planned. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet again another episode of the Sound Talks Nerdy Podcast. I hope you all are enjoying these last few days of summer vacation before we all get back to the old grind. Going back to school, going, going back to work. I am getting ready to move into my suite at college. I'm excited, but also a little freaked out because I've been home for the past 22 years of my life. Because, I mean, like, it's, I mean, hey, it's cheaper than living on your own, so. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got sweet. I have, my, I have my own little room so I can record the podcast in privacy. So I don't have to worry about being annoying in, in a pub, public dorm. I watched the last episode of The Bad Batch this week, and I thought it was a pretty good first season. Yeah, some storytelling was a little eh. I mean, like, I mean, like, in regards to Crosshair, I mean, like, I thought, I thought it was supposed to be, like, the main villain of the first season but we hardly saw him and we had and we had a lot of cameos which of course brought that whole thing of like if there's no cameo it's not a good episode mentality from the mandalorian but overall it's a it, it was a good show beautiful animation beautiful soundtrack and i can't see what they do for season two anyways if you listened to last week's podcast episode then you might recall me sharing that i was planning to review the suicide squad the following week Welp, it's the following week, so let's get into it. So, what did I think of the Suicide Squad? Well, first, let's talk about what I liked about the movie. James Gunn managed to capture the sort of vibe that was created by John Ostrander when he wrote the Suicide Squad and made the title what it is today. Quick history lesson for you all, there was another Suicide Squad way back in, I think, the early 50s. But it was John Ostrander that turned into a Dirty Dozens kind of thing with supervillains. Plus, James Gunn gets brownie points because he actually had John Ostrander come to set and even had him cameo as the doctor who puts the bombs in their necks. The plot was very interesting. Felt true to the comics, actually. Straight down to the twist of Peacemaker secretly being tasked with keeping the uh, United States' involvement with Starro being revealed. 
If there was one thing about the plot I kind of raised an eyebrow at was that how they made Starro the villain. Just... I don't know, I really thought of him as a villain for the, for the Suicide Squad. Usually it's like a terrorist or dictator or maybe like... Someone they can handle. But a giant starfish from space? No. That doesn't make sense, but they made it work. The characters or lineup of the film were pretty neat choices. You could really tell that James Gunn had a lot of fun going through DC's toy box and picking out what villains he wanted to use. I think it's I think it's a good mix of old and new. Like yeah, three members of David Ayer's squad, you know, Rick Flagg, Captain Boomerang, Harley, then just threw in various other villains to fill out the team. Or I should say teams, since there were two. My favorite characters of the film were easily Bloodsport, Ratcatcher 2, and King Shark Nanawe. I like Peacemaker, but I just felt some political commentary undertones with him. Same with Amanda Waller. And by the way, King Shark is better than Groot. And I will stay by that till I die. I like how James Gunn managed to make Bloodsport cool. Unlike in the comics where he was just a guy in a black tank top and a red bandana. And he's carried like huge guns around. Like no, I like what he did with Bloodsport where he had like a really cool looking suit. And he had like weapons made of like nanotechnology. And and, and he had him like stashed on a suit where he could take one piece off, put it on. And, and, and it adds like an attachment to it. To, a, to like a blaster or a cannon or like i don't know it's like i really loved his suit it was so cool because he was he was like basically a walking arsenal plus you can never go wrong with idris elba i would love to see him and deadshot work together i think that'd be really interesting hopefully it'd be a bit better than Bloodsport working with peacemaker you know they're not like always at each other's throats or mocking each other or trying to have a pissing contest even though i did question starro's inclusion as the villain of the movie i thought he was really cool up until I saw this movie, I thought he could never work in any la- in a live-action movie or, well, live-action anything, really. But James Gunn, you know, he managed to pull it off. I found this story a bit similar to Stephen Wolf in a Zack Schneider's version of, of Justice League of, of how he of how he's wanted to not really go home, just but just go back to space and get back to doing what he was doing, which was just chilling. And that kind of made him a bit sympathetic, if you think about it. Of like, you know, he's just flown space, chilling out, looking at the stars, and then one day he gets picked up by the government and taken to Corto Maltese. The action was really good for me. Bloodsport definitely had standout fights, along with Harley Quinn, of course, because, you know, Margot Robbie is a boss. It was really cool to see Bloodsport in action, just like taking pieces off his suit and like putting them on his guns and just using them in different ways. Like, you know, he took out a blade and started like slashing people. He had like a little crossbow on his wrist. Yeah, he definitely had the standout fights next to Harley Quinn, and I guess maybe Peacemaker can make that list too. He was pretty cool. The fight between him and Rick Flagg was brutal. Alright, let's get to the negatives, and I don't have a lot of complaints about this movie. Probably my biggest gripe with the film is that the gore felt a bit much. Like, I get it that this is Suicide Squad, people are going to die, but there's a point where the gore gets a bit much. Part of the reason why I don't like the boys is just because... The gore felt like they're trying to be edgy just for the sake of being edgy. And that kind of applies to this a little bit. I mean, someone just felt way too over the top. It got to the point to where I'm watching and I'm just kind of like, okay, really? Did you really need to do that? Another small complaint I have is that some of the villains from Team A, the team that I got absolutely murdered, could have had bigger roles, like Javelin. I feel like he could have had some more use in the film. I mean, now granted, you can debate that he lived through Harley Quinn using his Javelin, but... I don't know. I, I still think he maybe could have had a bigger role in the film. Same with Captain Boomerang. 
that was just a waste to me and also just a huge disrespect to Jai Courtney. He didn't have a good send-off. He literally just died because Mongal made a poor decision and he died in, and he died in the process. I mean, just that was not a good send-off for him. Nothing worthy, just someone on his team made a bad decision. Also, I think the uh, the the oh man, I'm gonna blow saying this perfectly. The detachable kid could have could have provided some some funny moments. Plus, I love Nathan Fillion. Love that guy. I do have some random thoughts, though. Like, what was James Gunn's deal with birds? I mean, he killed quite a few. He killed that one canary in Savant's cell. Then he torches a whole bird cage or aviary full of them. It was like, uh, what's Erickson's thing with dogs? Where, like, a dog dies in all his films. But I think this is the first time a bird died in a James Gunn film. I don't know. Just, like, I'm watching this and I'm like... I'm getting some hardcore Wes Anderson vibes here when it comes to birds. Another thing, how do people think this wasn't connected to the first Suicide Squad? I mean, it's established that Rick Flag, Harley, and Captain Boomerang all have worked together. Rick Flag even goes out of his way to save Harley from captivity. Even Captain Boomerang's like, oh hey, what are you doing here? Last thing, where was the Justice League during all this? During like Starro's attack on Corda Maltese? We get one reverence to Superman, and that's when Waller tells people that Bloodsport shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet, but that's it. No hint as to where they are during this film. No hint of like, oh yeah, they're busy doing something in, in, in Metropolis, or they're off-world, or nothing. Just no word about the League. It's just nothing. So, what are my overall thoughts of the movie? I loved it. It's definitely an improvement over the first film, and I totally recommend to see it if you guys are fans of the Suicide Squad or Idris Elba or just want to support DC in general. And yeah. Alright, that is going to be it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you all for listening. I always appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on up. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Leave me a five-star rating and a good review where you can because it really helps get my podcasts out there for more to listen to. I will have platforms linked down in my description as to where you can find my podcast. Feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor. I will have that linked down in the description as well. And the next time you hear this voice, it will be from my college suite. So until next week, stay happy, stay well. Don't join the Suicide Squad. Don't get a bomb implanted in, in your neck. Don't get a starfish on your face. And I will see you all next time. Peace out.